ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is scheduled for one topic. Interview, discussions, or review all apply. Hailing from Northern Ireland is your WrestleShock host, Chris Ventomania Vint! Hello and welcome to another episode of WrestleShock Reviews. Uh, it's been a long time, well not a long time, but it's been a few weeks thereabouts since um, we've had a review show up. Um, obviously we've heard like um, different um, things like the um, greatest intercontinental champion of all time. We have a SummerSlam one coming up soon where we're going to talk about our favourite moments from SummerSlam past. Which we've sent out to some of the fans. Some fans have replied to it and some haven't. And one gentleman who's on the phone right now has not replied to it and that's Martin Stein. Hello Martin. <laughs> Hello. You just reminded me. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, that's uh, just naming and shaming yeah. all live on air that Martin has yeah. not done this well. I admit it. I admit it. Hands up in the air. Yeah. As long as you get it in by oh, somebody, I will, don't then worry. You're, you're fine. So, um, yeah, Martin, would you like to unveil what we're here to talk about? Yeah, we are here to talk about the um, WrestleMania 28. Uh, a few months back, the uh, Blu ray release. We're talking about the Blu ray. It all begins here. The start of a unique journey. Driven by our passions, our heritage, and an unyielding force fueling us to chase our dreams. And along our voyage, we experience milestones, turning points on our road, new eras in our story. Look at the size of that! Triple H has realized his dream! And purely through the force of our own will, we conquer. We rule. We blaze new trails. And though we may stumble, only one man walked out and it was me. We find the strength to rise again. The game has returned. And thrive. This is life. And it can be experienced only once. Like tonight. Tonight. Paths will cross. A match where generations collide. John Cena versus The Rock. And eras will end. We are the last of our kind. Isn't it ironic that the guy whose career you ended can quite possibly end the streak? The streak ends. The era ends. Hell in a cell. Tonight happens only once in a lifetime. Welcome to Wrestlemania. Wrestlemania, available now. Yeah, so there's Blu-ray, obviously DVD, yeah, we'll go through later on, you know, like the um, different methods of ordering from silvervision.co.uk, got the Blu-ray sent in, um, just um, to give it a watch, I actually ordered this, like, obviously beforehand there was quite some uncertainty with WrestleMania 28 yeah. um, and SilverVision itself, so I actually got an Australian one, but um, this one here, you know, like does the same job. Yeah, so. <laughs> it does. Martin, before we start, um, was is this one of the few events that you stay up for, or do you stay up for a lot of the pay-per-views, or does it really depend on your work? Uh, um, well, as, uh, the past year, I've been watching pretty much all the events live. If not, I've managed to catch them in the morning or the following day after work. But as of late, it's been solid staying up late till like uh, one o'clock in the morning watching it, especially WrestleMania. Can't go wrong. No. Uh, I have, oh, of course, if you heard my WrestleMania speech, that I had a bit of problem watching it, yeah. and I had then got it for free <laughs> from Sky. So win-win. Yeah. Win. 
Exactly. So I'll just read um, what Silver Vision have put here on their website. John Cena versus The Rock, the biggest superstars of the last two generation clash in a main event that's been one year in the making. Uh, it's the biggest WrestleMania in history when WWE comes to Miami, Florida for WrestleMania 28. The Undertaker will be looking to make his winning streak an unfathomable 20-0. and zero. And the WWE and World Heavyweight Championships will be defended. Last year saw Snooki from Jersey Shore make her <laughs> in-ring debut. Who knows what celebrities from the world of sports, TVs, movies or music will share the spotlight with the stars of Raw and Smackdown at WrestleMania 28. Um, I Straight off the bat, I'm glad that Snooki uh, wasn't there because that was just horrible was, yeah, last year. Yeah. She, she did a little good cartwheel. I think that was about that was about it <laughs> from her. Yeah. Uh, obviously, this year we had uh, a different woman who I have no idea how to pronounce her last name. I keep going to call her Maria Sharapova, but then it makes it sound oh, like you're a tennis Ma- player. Menudos or something like. Oh, Maria Menudos or something. It's a weird <laughs> second name, isn't it? <laughs> I like the way you kind of did a re- rhyme there with it. So. <laughs> okay, so. Um, was there before we get uh, you know like into the card and stuff uh, Martin was there things was there certain people that weren't on this event that you kind of were like, very disappointed um, that you didn't actually see in a one on one match uh, oh, oh well with watching it live obviously there was a the pre-show match was a uh, was it a, t- a tag team match yeah um, you had a tag team match I, the... I was pretty good that there wasn't a tag team match on the actual WrestleMania card itself. When watching it live, it wasn't on, and I was I wanted to see. I'm I'm a guy that likes tag team action, so I really wanted to see some of the upcoming stars, if you know what I mean. So, but yeah. anyone else missing? Um, not no one really springs to mind off the top of the head, though. I probably will think of someone later. But <laughs> it, yeah, tag tag team match. I I was uh, I was disappointed. Okay. So the first match we have is for the World Heavyweight Championship match, which was Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus. Uh, Martin, your thoughts on this epically long match? Well, um, they 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 pulled the wool over her eyes, really, because uh, watching this live, um, obviously the the heavyweight title match opened last year, so you're expecting a good match. Um, I've been reading online that. Um, Obviously, what uh, I think Daniel Bryan was supposed to retain and everything, but watching it live, you're expecting a big match. La 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 la. Bell rings. Kiss to AJ, and you're thinking, oh, okay, yeah, come on, Daniel Bryan, hurry on, hurry on. And then it's just like, bro, kick, <laughs> match gone. Oh, we went absolutely <laughs> wild. And watching it again, um, I tell you this, I actually got up off my chair and just like was so excited again, just watching it for the <laughs> second time. It was, uh, it was, yeah, it was truly something. What did you, what did you think to that? Um, it was kind of a case of blinking you missed it. Yeah. You know, um you know, like obviously it was Seamus being from over, you know, down south, you know, in Republic of Ireland. Yeah. Um, just like was quite I was kind of glad that he won because I've kind of been a fan of Seamus. Um it's kind of at the minute it's kind of to see who's gonna drop their belt first, is it gonna be punk or is it gonna be Seamus, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Um, and to be honest with you, Daniel Bryan, as much as he's a great worker, this yes and no chant is really starting. <laughs> I was going to say this was the uh, the birth of your favourite chant at this event. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think AJ does it better. But yeah. you know, that's it seems to be turning into her catchphrase yeah. now instead of his. Is is, is now the now, isn't it? Because they want to release yeah. a shirt on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. That's just one way of using the exact print you've already got. Uh, but no, he's over it there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, obviously Seamus won this, and uh, probably the celebrations lasted longer than the actual match itself, yeah. which was kind of strange. I lo- I loved it um, because it was just like, like I said, you weren't expecting it, or you weren't expecting it to be that short. So mm-hmm. I think it was an excellent way to start off the start off the pay per view. Get the. But that's what you want, though. You want you don't want it to be predictable because yeah. if you get you know, predictable, then it's just like, oh, well. yeah. I mean, look at the next night in Raw whenever Brock Lesnar comes back. You yeah. know, a lot of people were expecting that. I certainly wasn't. And whenever I saw him come out, it was just like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we have the Miz who motivates Team Johnny. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably Miz's biggest, biggest little. Oh, this is it. It's from the year he had pre. Well, the, the events previous to this, he wasn't really. 
known and I guess this is his little little spot in the spotlight yeah last year obviously he was in the main yeah. event with John Cena and now he's like come on Team Johnny we gotta go win yeah um, and then we have Randy Orton versus Kian um Obviously, Chris Hill, Mr. Big Red, 1990, Big Key and Mark. Obviously, they're live watching this. Yeah. Um, he's probably, mark- he's really probably a- marking out like it. Yeah, par- apparently from what his friends said, as soon as Kian won that match, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, as soon as Kian won, then he marked out like a little... Um, something that rhymes with itch, let's just say. Yeah. <laughs> um, was this a match that you personally were interested in? I know that you're a fan of Kian's... Uh, inverted commas brother <laughs> yeah I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Kane as well I, I, I love I love the Brothers of Destruction um, this match watching it live when I watched it for the first time I'll be honest I wasn't really excited I wasn't like oh yeah come on but um, watching it again on the on the Blu-ray it was a really it was actually a really good match it was <laughs> it was really good and um, I think this was another one they pulled out the bag really because you a majority of the WWE Universe would have expected Randy Orton to win and Kane winning uh, yeah watching it again really made me appreciate the match the first time I think it was just a case of nah Randy Orton Kane feud out it was yeah. like a feud out of nowhere wasn't it because, it, because yeah. he shook his hand I think that was the uh, feud so. oh yeah <laughs> that's why he turned back to the monster because he showed sportsmanship yeah. I mean that's just ridiculous <laughs> but yeah, yeah I liked it I, I don't know about you uh, well, I never got to watch it live because that's when my Sky feed cut yeah. off. So this and the Cody Rhodes match, I didn't get to watch. So I watched it in the Blu-ray, and to be honest with you, it was kind of for me, it was kind of a nothing match. Yeah. Um, it seems to be Randy Orton seems to the only match that I could really recall that Randy Orton had that was great uh, was his match against Undertaker at WrestleMania. I can't yeah. recall too many Randy Orton standout matches, whereas obviously Shawn Michaels, you can recall loads. Triple H, you can recall loads. Undertaker all loads you know even Cody Rhodes who's you know not had that many I yeah. mean he obviously last year's were Rey Mysterio that was a phenomenal yeah, was match yeah. by him you know but uh, no not um, not the worst match in the world but certainly not not one that you would expect you know here in, in my opinion you yeah know, so, I think um, we had Daniel Bryan chance throughout the next few matches as well didn't we uh, probably yeah, yeah. Because it just seems to be a case of you know whenever there's things it's either the crowd are just dead uh, or they'll chant something else. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Santino Morella and Mick Foley catch a meal, which uh, is just some hilarious. Obviously, they thought, oh, the Royal Rumble 2012 was hilarious. Whenever yeah, we'll, these two faced off, we'll, we'll do it again. Together. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, you probably know my thoughts on Mick Foley. Um, so yep. yeah, this was kind of yeah. I think it was just um, plugging a TV show, really, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't even know what the TV show was. <laughs> so I was just, <laughs> no, what are they trying to? What are they trying to push? No, no idea. And then we have the first time in I don't know how many years <laughs> the Intercontinental <laughs> Championship was defended at WrestleMania. Can you honestly remember, Martin, the last time we had an IC match at WrestleMania? Um, uh, um, no, what was it? I would have to say, if I was to go with it, I would either say it was 17 or 18. Yeah, I was going to say 17. It was, one of, was that the... Uh, I can't even remember that. You had a, you had a RVD and you had Christian against DDP. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You had Regal against somebody. I think it was Regal. It was IC champ. I remember RVD being in one of them. Yeah. Where's my WrestleMania twenty eighteen? There it is. Hold on. Well, obviously everyone's probably shouting at their <laughs> iPod or going, "What was this here, you idiot?" <laughs> Um, William Regal versus RVD so I did mention both of them yeah <coughs> Yeah. so 18 would have been the last one which is what? that's ridiculous like that was 10 years yep. ago <laughs> oh, um, do you think Cody Rhodes brought some prestige back to the IC um, belt um, I think uh, I think <laughs> choose your words carefully my yeah. friend Bringing the classic design, and then he did that um, little promo on it as well. Like all these greats have held it, Macho Man, um, etc. Do you know what I mean? It kind of made me appreciate that he 
knows the history behind that title instead of it being a title that doesn't get defended on pay-per-views it doesn't even get defended on the um the the uh, smackdown or raw it gets defended on house shows so it, yeah i think he did and he was a good champion as well yeah yeah well i i enjoyed you know <clears throat> i thought that um cody was going to win and beat the big show and then big show had his wrestlemania yeah. moment and started crying and so on and so forth which yeah. Um, <coughs> obviously, this wouldn't be the last time that these two would face uh, off. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they <laughs> may have awarded it to Big Show, yes, for his WrestleMania moment. But I believe he's not held the Intercontinental title. He's held every single other title except that. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if that was their way of like rewarding him. He's, yeah, kind of the way they've given it to the Miz now. Yeah. So he's a triple crown. Yeah. I was going to say triple threat, but that wouldn't be right. Big Show's uh, held the original ECW title, the original WC title, and the um, WWE title, and, the, he's, yeah. he's, and the heavyweight title, and now the US title, and now the Intercontinental title. The joining is the anti team title. Yeah, he's, yeah, so he's, he's had everything now, so yeah. except that cruiserweight championship. <laughs> <laughs> A big show as a cruiserweight or in, with, um, trying to go for the women's championship, <laughs> that would be quite hilarious, I must say. Quite hilarious. But, um, you know, we're, for me it was a bit of a, again, you know, it was just a bit of a nothing match. Um, yeah. Over quite quickly. Um, I think it was about 10 minute marker thereabouts, or 5 minutes, sorry. Yeah. Um, and then just big show kept playing us the next night in Raw. We're like, oh, you know, here's a funny picture of you on the back and yeah. no. um, I, obviously if anyone's listened to WrestleShock you would have heard Mike Lacey's thoughts on Big Show I think his hatred for him <laughs> is about my as strong as mine is, is for Foley but um, I was disappointed that Rhodes um, didn't win yeah. um, to be honest with you I think uh, he deserved to hang on to it but that was what it was and then obviously Big Show would then turn heel and go on this big rampage yeah. and nobody could stop him until last week whenever AJ did yep. <laughs> and then we had uh, the Divas match which we always do at Wrestlemania Kelly Kelly and your woman Maria Menounos versus Beth Phoenix and Eve um, it's just that like you said it's the uh, the I thought you were going to say outstanding. Was going to <laughs> really? Oh, that was an outstanding match. I absolutely love that. Um, <laughs> no, was, like you said, it was their deepest match and their star of WrestleMania, I guess. One of their many stars of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So, Again, probably have to go back six years, was it? Mickey James versus uh, Trish Stratus. Yeah. Or was that? Uh, yeah, was it 20 uh, or 21? It might have been 21. I don't know. Oh, um, WrestleMania history is appalling. <laughs> <laughs> Martin, the folks, by the way, uh, always loves talking wrestling. Apart from whenever it's mentioning years and stuff, <laughs> uh, it's not twenty-one because that was Trish Stratus versus Christy oh, Hemley, yeah. yeah, which was uh, an epically great match. Um, so I don't have WrestleMania twenty-two here because I'm still in the middle of moving house, so it's not here. It was, and yeah, it was uh, Str- Trish Stratus, Mickey James. Yeah, so if you want a good Divas match to watch, folks, go and watch that. Because that's probably the best one from WrestleMania that you're going to get. Uh, Don't watch, uh, I think it was Melina versus Ashley, which was Mm god-awful. Or Alicia Fox versus Melina. (laughs) Even though that wasn't WrestleMania, that was just goddamn awful. (laughs) But um, anyway, yeah, so that's what it was. Um, We had Mike, Mike, (laughs) Matt Stryker interview Shawn Michaels. Um, obviously to do with the end of an era Hell in the Cell match mm-hmm. um, is this only the second time we've had a Hell in the Cell match because obviously we had Taker versus Big Boss yeah. Man at 14 which was one of the worst matches and Hell in the Cell matches ever yeah, I think it was at 15, 15. Yeah. you can see we're really up, up to <laughs> yeah. and stuff so we're, yeah so yeah. Um, uh, then we had probably the match of the card, which is Triple H versus Undertaker with special guest referee Shawn Michaels. Ah. Triple H got entrance music, so did Undertaker, and so did the Cell. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, um, was this a match that you know I know these guys are just fantastic, you know, to work in the ring and their promo work is second to yeah. none. Was this one that had you? Was this one of the three that, like everyone else, you were really excited for? Yeah. The, uh, 
with me being the biggest Undertaker mark ever, this was like when <laughs> when we were watching this live, I was like to everyone, shh, shh, trying to watch. Let me watch. Okay, was- okay. I've got to ask you something. With you being a huge Undertaker yes. mark, what's it like for you watching Undertaker at WrestleMania? <laughs> Because, you know, obviously, you know, there's that undefeated streak. It seems to have, you know, it seems to have an air of uncertainty with it. Because whenever you watch it, say, like SummerSlam, you think, yeah. he's, you know, if he wins or loses, it's fine. But WrestleMania, you're like, huh, no, because huh, huh. yeah. even whenever I watch, I'm, you know, I like The Undertaker. I'm not a huge taker yeah. mark. But, you know, like just the, watching the matches and then being sucked into it and all the gasping. The, yes! Uh, no, yeah. no. Yeah, my friends tease me a lot. They're like, Undertaker's going to lose. Undertaker's going to lose. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. Um, yeah, I really get into it. I'm, because, like, as of late, like with the Shawn Michaels matches he had in last year's uh, last year against Triple H, they, they had that, like, doubt. They brought that doubt into it kind of thing. Um mm-hmm. And I, I love that because, like you said, the gasps and the, and the, the near misses. I mean, this match, this match was probably one of the best like storytelling matches, especially with Shawn yeah. Michaels as the, uh, the referee as well. Kind of added to it even more because he's like, I don't want to end this guy's streak. I don't want to um, betray my friend. Do you know what I mean? It was it, it all like fit into one big ball, and it was just, it was just epicness really. And I'm sure. That'll be a lot of people's opinions on that match. Okay. Um, I think that Shawn Michaels brought another another very important part to that um, match with, you know, him being so um, emotionally involved yeah. in it. You yeah. know, I think that was a huge part. Like, the, whenever he super kicked him and then he kicked out and he was just carring in the corners, have to say, oh, God, I've got to get my, I've got to get my comeuppance here and things like that. But... Um, Obviously, two years prior, had great matches with Triple H. Two years prior to that, had even better matches with Shawn Michaels. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I think the Triple H matches don't stand up as good as the Shawn Michaels ones. Um, and then, obviously, they're all kind of put in here. Um, obviously, we see the debut of The Undertaker's hair. Yes. What did you think of um, that? Z- Zangief from Street Fighter? <laughs> um, well, obviously, he did that um, weird promo on Raw when he was like, I must defeat you or something it's my destiny and then he did the hair cutting and everything and I was thinking oh, I was gonna I thought he was gonna be more of like a an American badass short hair like he had but the uh the, yeah the road warrior look um <laughs> I never thought yeah. of that <laughs> he, he, he had the he, see I, I don't think his eyeliner went with it very well he kind of looked like a I don't know a really strange man <laughs> But yeah, it kind of added to the uh, emotion in the match, I guess, because obviously Undertaker was committed to win that match, and he even cut his hair and everything. And when he like pulled down the hood and stared at Triple H, Triple H was like, "Whoa!" So yeah, yeah I think it added to it, I guess. Um, obviously, a couple of years ago, Martin, we were teased with the prospect of an Undertaker Sting match. Yes, would this be the dream match for you as a huge Taker um, fan then? More, yeah, I'd say yeah because it's always. I think WWE did like a uh, fantasy top ten fantasy matches on their YouTube a few days ago, and that was including mm-hmm. it as well. And the way they like put it together because they like did it like a like a promo, like it was actually happening. I think it could work very well because of the similar, I don't know, character um, yeah. build, um, character backstories and stuff like that. So yeah, I wouldn't say it would be the best because I could think of a, a ton of guys Undertaker could go against like The Rock I know that he's been against him like um, in the past in um, matches on other pay-per-views but that Wrestlemania match kind of like I say adds the doubt because of The Rock being this like big superstar now do you know what I mean mm-hmm. I'd like that also Chris Jericho versus Undertaker I'd like to see as well yeah because when uh, that's one match that I thought we would have had this year yeah. you know like I thought right move on to something else because obviously Chris Jericho and Undertaker have had been in the WWE for so long and I think they've maybe already wrestled maybe once or twice yeah. at like house shows yeah also I would have yeah. uh, liked to uh, I originally thought last year that um, Undertaker was going to go against Wade Barrett I would have loved to see that match because mm. it's just a, seeing an upcoming star going against the big guy kind of like what Randy Orton was like at 21 it was it turned yeah. out to be a really good match so yeah 
There's a lot of people I would like to face at WrestleMania, but obviously his time is limited. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think Undertaker Cena would be a good match as much as I <laughs> don't really respect Cena's wrestling ability, yeah. but I think if anyone was to get a good match out of him, it would be Undertaker. I would certainly like to see that more than I would Undertaker Brock, because I've kind of already yeah. seen that. And that was know, um, one, one gruesome match, that Hell in, that hell in the Cell match. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just a phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. match. Um, just like the about the chair shots, um, oh. you know, stayed on yeah. and things like that. Just um, absolutely uh, outstanding match. And then uh, the end scene is just the three of them all stand there with the arms all around each other. The end of an era, oh, but yeah. you know, Triple H is still fighting. So uh, not really an end of an era, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, speaking of that um, YouTube video you were talking about yeah. there, Martin. The number two one is Shawn Michaels versus The Rock. Now, Shawn Michaels said he would come out of retirement if the 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 circumstances were right and, you know, like it was a good match and stuff. Do you think maybe this was their way of saying, we'll test the water here and see how this goes? I, I Yeah, I think because WWE have a tendency of doing that, they secretly tease something like a, a, a year out or something and then they're like... Because they did it with The Rock and John Cena, essentially... So, um, yeah, they could be teasing, like, rocking the boat a bit on us. <laughs> oh, is that, that's a terrible part. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, yeah, I'd like to see it because they are great performers. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what will make the match work. So, yeah. Uh, we then see the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2012 come out. Uh, we'll talk about that later yes. on on the... Um, extra disc on the Blu-ray DVD um, to do with the Hall of Fame induction uh, Josh Matthews interviews Flo Rida um, uh, before I heard Flo Rida I th- thought it was just Florida <laughs> um, and he Slater the one man band baby um, <laughs> thank you uh, interrupts and then gets shoved together oh, you look like you got um, shoved pretty hard against that wall as well yeah yeah and then Tyler Rex is at this point and laughed yeah. at him which uh, I think that was kind of the way from there. Then we had the epic tag team match, which was Tim, Team Teddy versus Team Johnny. The winner would then be in control of both Raw and SmackDown. The, um, Te- Teddy Long's team was uh, Zack Ryder, Kofi Kingston, Santino Morella, R-Truth, Booker T and the Great Cali. Uh, whereas Team Johnny's was Jack Swagger, Drew McIntyre, who f- filled in the place of Christian, if memory yes. serves. Uh, David Otonga, Mark Henry, Dolph Ziggler and The Miz um, I would have hated to be in this match and following up on with the Triple H Undertaker match yeah. um, a bit of uh, again a bit of a mm. you know obviously Eve boots Ryder in the nuts that was a horrible and, ending oh, I didn't yeah, know that ending at all no and uh uh, team Johnny wins and then we have to endure him on both Raw and Smackdown until No Way Out so uh, kind of a yeah. kind of not a good result because Teddy Long as long as he's been GM I've quite enjoyed him as that yeah um, was there any standout moments for you in this match uh, and they probably didn't come from their great colleague I could tell you that for nothing um, not, not really I think it's just a way to get the guys on the card wasn't it <laughs> to be honest um, uh, there wasn't really anything it was more uh, I don't know I, I didn't really like it at all if I'm honest I was kind of like sitting there even like when I rewatched it I was like uh, why yeah. was this on especially like it's Great what, Carly yeah. <laughs> it's one of those matches that as soon as you get the Blu-ray you just hit the skip button yeah I thought I'd rewatch it though just in case my opinion changed but unfortunately it was just like a meh <laughs> Yeah, they had some, you know, it was good to see Booker T come back to a good ovation yeah. and that kind of thing. But, you know, Santino Morella, I couldn't care less for, to be honest with nope. you. And, you know, Drew McIntyre, they just seem to put him in big events whenever somebody's injured. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it goes from that, you know, being in that match to go down to NXT, you know. So mm. uh, we then hear John Laurinaitis having words with CM Punk to do with um, his match is now a no disqualification match. And according to Silver Vision, WWE Championship match, CM Punk versus Chris Jericho happens not once but twice on the card. Wow, we were lucky. Uh, <laughs> yep, exactly. I must have just missed the uh, watched the first one. Um, 
So, uh, great, great feud, two great, great um, superstars. Um, was this uh, a match that you couldn't wait to see? Because, especially with the Daniel Bryan Sheamus ended so yeah. early, were you hoping that this would have a bit more length to Yeah, it? I knew this was going to be one of the best wrestling matches on the card. I knew this was going to be just pure wrestling. And, do you know what I mean? People who respect wrestling as wrestling, as in the holds and everything, they would have loved this match. And I was glued to the TV during this match as well because it was just... They worked together amazingly well, so it made up to be a, an awesome match. I like CM Punk's little firework intro as well with the. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did like whenever Jericho was saying to Punk, he go like, "Hey Punk," <laughs> and just his face. How's your sister? <laughs> yeah. You know, trying to get him disqualified, yeah. and uh, that's right. If he got disqualified, he yeah. lost. That's why it wasn't no disqualification, Chris. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just really, really enjoyed that aspect of it. I thought it was very, very um, good. To see that um, and to see the way those two worked. Um, what do you think of now, you know, several months on and um, Punk kind of turning heel, as a lot of people seem to be saying? Uh, it seems to be, for me, he's kind of in a tweener role, you know, like he still wants to be liked by the fans, yeah. but um, kind I think of, WWE you know, is just like trying to, they're experimenting with him again, like they did last summer, which was a mistake. They should just let him mm-hmm. do his own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, it was this time. Last year that we had uh, a SummerSlam, we had John Cena versus CM Punk for the WWE Championship, and now it's Big Show's added to the mix. Yeah, yeah. which was uh, CM Punk's opponent from uh, SummerSlam 2010. <laughs> so original, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's just a great pure wrestling yeah. match. Um, if you're just wanting some um, something to sit down and watch and just really, really enjoy, um, this would be that. Um, obviously, the Punk... Orton match from the WrestleMania was, before I quite yeah, enjoyed yeah I like that as well it was really good yeah um, then we have uh, Brutus Clay come out um, I hadn't seen Brutus Clay in this gimmick and I was sitting there going what in the hell is this <laughs> have you not seen him in that um, gimmick <laughs> until then I hadn't seen him in that g- gimmick because um, every time I, you know like it was always whenever Lauren and I said like oh yeah Brutus will bring you back don't be worrying and he just looks so <laughs> I, who was it JBL said um, on his YouTube channel that he just looks so uncomfortable uh, in that role, you know, like, as that. I I don't think he could dance, personally speaking. (laughs) I don't think he can Um, dance either. I don't think he... No. He knows he can't as well. No. And just to put put him in a match, like, on the Raw 1000 against Jack Swagger and just annihilate him in a couple of seconds was just wrong, because Jack Swagger is is good. Yeah, Stevie Breach would testify, you know, like, he seems to adore Jack Swagger, so... Uh, so once that and his mama and his mama's bridge club, who all are have got big pillows on their backsides for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I, I didn't get um, that. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> they all looked exactly the same, though. I know that they were wearing the same costume, but like fa- facial expressions are like. Yeah. All, I thought, am I watching some kind of like digital clone that they're try- experimenting <laughs> or something? But yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know why they put this in at all. No. No, I think they just had to have a music number in there. But before we went on to our next, the the the, sh- the match to close the show, um, we had uh, Machine Gun Kelly, is yeah. it? Yeah, MGK. Yeah, come out and... It just reminds me of the MDK, PlayStation 1 game, every time I hear <laughs> that. Um, and him come out and saying that, you know, John Cena is the biggest underdog ever and he's going to beat the Rock and everyone's just like, Ooh, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Food. Yeah. Um, so he came out, did his thing, and then Flo Rida came out and did um, Good Feeling and um, Wild yeah. Ones. Um, personally speaking, uh, you know, like I was texting Alan um, backwards and forwards. I actually thought that Flo Rida had the best performance musically yeah. at a WrestleMania in quite some time. Yeah. Uh, he, he, Flo Rida in general live is he's he's pretty good. So, uh, uh, yeah. It was different to see these like music intros as well. I don't think it, mm-hmm. obviously we've seen like Motorhead and Limp Bizkit perform the actual theme song, but like a a song before their theme song it's never been done before, has it? So yeah. And then we had The Rock versus John Cena. Um, what camp were you in, uh, Martin? Were you in Team Fruity Pebbles or Team Bring? Uh, team Bring It. Yeah, yeah, I think a majority of the uh, people above the age of 18 were probably on <laughs> Team Bring It. 
Um, Healy and Chris weren't. Oh, were they not? No, they were on. Minus, uh, minus were, those two. Re- <laughs> they were rooting for Cena, so they were. So, um, so to be honest, when yeah. I, I I've always said that I don't like I like Cena as a guy, but as a wrestler, I think he absolutely lacks in there. And uh, when yeah. I went to see them live, I thought I'd be chanting Cena sucks. But I was like, this there, like a little kid cheering for Cena, and I was like thinking at the same time, what am I doing? So yeah, uh, I w- yeah. yeah, I I get what you mean because whenever I went to friend, I did that, and she hated Cena, and she goes Cena, and I looked around, and went, what are you doing? <laughs> You're joining in with the Cena yeah. chance, and she got like, kind of. I reckon I got hypnotised before I went into the arena, to be honest. Mm. I remember going to see Raw in Manchester, uh, Raw taping. And it was Cena versus Umaga, rest in peace Umaga. And Umaga came out and you know, like doing his thing, getting in the ring and then Cena's music came out and all you hear is me in the videos just go boo <laughs> boo at the top of my voice is booing the man. Um so kinda not was it wasn't any different here because it was probably about half three in the morning. Um the energy levers are getting sapped away and um I just thought, Rock, you better win. I really want the rock yeah. to win. Um, and for me, this this was probably one of Cena's best matches. Yeah, it was. Yeah, definitely. I think it would have been a lot. I, I'm sure if um, Haley and Chris will agree that probably watching it live would have been much better. Obviously, the whole event alive would have been much better on TV. But I meant that ma- that one match. I think it was more for the people that were, that were there live because the atmosphere was just crazy. Very similar to Rock Hogan ten years ago. Yeah. So. My, when we when I watched it with my uh, mates, they were like, "Oh, this match isn't good. They're just staring at each other." And I was like, "No, you need to ap- appreciate what's going off here. It's like a it's generations." So yeah, yeah. Although the the way they were looking, like it wasn't as good as the Rock Hogan because it was kind of they looked at each other, they looked yeah. around, and Cena kind of didn't know where he was meant <laughs> to be. Am I meant to look at you, Rock, or look <laughs> over here, or what am I meant to do? Um. But yeah, a really, really good match. Um, uh, you know, the first time we'd seen The Rock in the ring since Survivor Series, but the first like one-on-one yeah. match we'd seen him in since WrestleMania 20, which is, of course is one of Martin's favourite DVDs. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, it was great to see him. I thought he was in tremendous shape for someone who's been away from yeah. the ring for so long. Um, but just continues to amaze. So um, were you happy with the end result? I know that the, the rock bottom was kind of... Um, not as effective because Cena kind of slips yeah. whenever he's like sliding um, after the rope. Yeah, I, I like the ending to the match. I think it was good um, giving uh, giving Cena that he, he they probably did like the way he did the people's elbow. Um, Cena, that's not Cena. He never usually goes there. He, he sticks to his own four moves. He never goes out. <laughs> he never goes outside that box. But. <laughs> He got. I I was like booing it when when he was when he was going for that people's elbow. I was like, "What are you doing? That's that's the rocks move. That is the people's elbow." And I actually actually thought that he did injure the rock whenever he came off the top rope. Oh yeah, because yeah. he kind of landed on his back instead of his neck. Yeah, that was uh, that was a bit lethal. I was like, "No, please come on, get back up, guys. Carry on." <laughs> Uh, so yeah, were you happy overall with the card, or was it kind of just Roxena, Punk, Jericho, um, Taker, Triple H, kind of the three that stood out? Yeah, for you? I, mean, I think that probably stood out for a, a lot of people. The, the way I've always said it when looking at the card, you had the Hell in the Cell match, the end of the era match, which um, was your your storytelling match. Um, your mm-hmm. Punk Jericho was your wrestling match, and the Rock Cena was. If you're, you know, I mean, a bit uh, following the WWE for as long as you have, and uh, really something for the crowd that are there live, that's the way I've always seen it. The three main matches. I don't know if you agree with that or. Yeah. Oh, th- they were the ones that I was looking forward yeah. to. You know, it, it comes to something that obviously in the SummerSlam special we'll be talking about this, but um, the one thing about this. Um, uh, SummerSlam coming up is one match that really intrigues me is the Jericho Ziggler match. Yeah, that, you know, I'm that's excited for that. Really, yeah. You know, I'm more excited for that than I probably am for the Brock yeah. um, Triple H match. You know, but um, 
Yeah, we get some special features, um, which is the home video exclusive, the triple threat tag team match for the WWE cha Tag Team Championship, which was Primo and Epico versus Jimmy and Jay U Uso, uh, just Gabriel and Tyson Kidd. I did not watch um, this. It, I, I liked uh, it. Just you, I was, you know, I was going to mark out to the tag team match as soon as I mentioned <laughs> it. It wasn't on the card at the beginning, but yeah, it, um, I think Justin Gabriel and Tyson Kidd really made a uh, good team and team in this match. Even though it's a pre-show match, it's there. Uh, WrestleMania moment, isn't it? So they were all going to go out for it. and Yeah, I liked it. I was like, why is this not on the card? We then had WrestleMania 28 press conference and Triple H and Undertaker history, which is just all the promos leading up to yes. that. Um, so we have some Blu-ray exclusives on disc 2, which is Monday Night Raw, 20th of February, Undertaker seeks vengeance on Triple H, um, which is great. Um just to do with all you know like this is how it all gets started with um you know wants to have another match and all that kind of stuff and triple h comes out in the suit and says no pretty similar to what happened the year before when taker did it to triple h i think was the, yeah. the thing they were going for yeah uh then we have a week later the best in the world which sets up the jericho punk yep. and the rock comes back to portland entertaining um, <laughs> yeah uh, we then have um, 5th of March, John Cena returns home, and 26th of March, John Cena and The Rock have their final confrontation, so this is whenever they get all the trash talking and everything all out of the road. Um, so we'll move on to the Hall of yes. Fame. Um, we had Ron Simmons, uh, <laughs> Mil Mascaras, uh, The Four Horsemen, uh, Mike Tyson, Yokozuna, and Edge. Uh, we'll go through them one at a time here. So, obviously, JBL inducts Ron Simmons. Um, was this uh, probably the next one would be? But was this kind of a surprise for you, Martin? That uh, him going in the Hall of Fame? Um, yeah, I, 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 I thought it'd be later than sooner. But I think he. Um, I never knew about Ron Simmons' history. I only knew him from the like, the acolytes, the APA kind of thing. I didn't know about all his work in WCW and stuff. Um, so it, by watching that induction and JBL's speech, which was amazing as well, um, yeah, it sounds like he does deserve being in there after being the first um, African American to be the first heavy, uh, first African American heavyweight champion, was it? Um, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> and yeah, I think he totally deserved it, and that catchphrase uh, as well alone gets him in there for me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we then had Alberto Del Rio induct his uncle Mil Mascaras, who or Mascaras or however you pronounce it. Um, I've got to say, not familiar with this gent at all. I know he appeared at one of the '95, '96 Royal yeah. Rumbles, and that's about it. Uh, kind of didn't look the most comfortable talking, to be honest. No, um, I don't know about you, but I could not understand the word he was saying. I assume <laughs> that the audience were just laughing whenever he paused. Like, haha, yeah, we we understand what you're saying, yeah. Haha, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so he was just probably, for my, in my estimation, you know, every year they had somebody who I've not heard of and put in, yeah. you know, whether it be um, they put Nick Bonkwinkle in um, after watching, like, some of the, like, the Spectacular Legacy AWA, you know, like, you see more of him and it's yeah. like, he seems pretty cool, yeah. you know. Um, um, so by then we see the four horsemen. Inducted, obviously Ric Flair is the first person to get inducted twice. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Ric Flair was there. Uh, he was there. Um, kind of didn't know what to do with his hands. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I know. He's like kept fiddling with his uh, jacket, didn't he? It's like, oh, yeah. In, in uh -huh. my pockets, not in my pockets. In my pockets, no. Um, blazer, no. Yeah. <laughs> button, unbutton. Yeah. Um, down the side. Uh, I'll just kind of flex the bite here. <laughs> so we have each of the four horsemen talk. Uh, in turn we have Ric Flair who of course starts crying uh, we have um, Barry Windham we have uh, Tully Blanchard JJ Dillon and of course the one that everyone's been after which was Arn yeah, Anderson um, great to see um, a faction put in obviously we've had tag teams yeah. you know, like, or we've had families in Bret Hart scenario but great to see um, these guys um, inducted and the likes of you know Barry Windham Tully Blanchard JJ Dillon and especially Arn Anderson. Yeah, I I, lo I love watching this. I mean, I I never really followed the horse four horsemen. I really want to get the uh, 
Four Horsemen DVD because I really want it. Oh, well, I have already done a review of that, so you I, should check I, that I out. Shall. I shall do that. Um, <laughs> but listening to their stories, I, it must have gone on for about 45 minutes collectively, I think, uh, mm-hmm. just under an hour. But I, I was just so interested in what they had to say. And like you said, it's not a uh, it's not a Ric Flair speech without some tears. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, and yeah. Then, and then obviously talking about his... Uh, other marriage break up and saying, you know, when are you going to grow up? What? <laughs> I hung up at her and just like, I ain't ever growing up. And you're like, okay, that's, that's fine. Bless. So obviously the, the reason why they did this was TNA allowed Ric Flair to go there and turn then uh, WWE sent Christian down to TNA for some event or uh, other. Yeah, I think it was Slammiversary, wasn't it? Yeah, so. something like that. A big whoop. Uh, then another person who I thought was quite hard to understand, which was Mike Tyson. <laughs> I, it's um, just entertaining, really. I couldn't, un- I couldn't <laughs> understand what you were saying, but it was just like, it was just funny. <laughs> yeah, it's just the way he kept moving around and stuff, and he just wouldn't stand at yeah. peace. Um, obviously, in the Honky Tonk Man interview, you would have heard that um, the inductees um, don't get to pick who inducts yeah. them. Would have made more sense for Austin to yeah. put him in than DX, but. It would have, yeah. You know, what will be, what will be. But, um, yeah, just, uh, you could see, like, the superstars and stuff cracking up at what he was saying, you know, about being in jail and, and all this stuff and people laughing and yeah. joking and things. I'm surprised that they kept a lot of the stuff on the Blu-ray because when I watched it on the TV, it was like a cut-down half-an-hour version of, like, the Hall of Fame as a whole. Mm-hmm. And they literally um, cut just one line. That's all he said in this on the cut version. And that yeah, was I was like, "Thanks very much, <laughs> yeah. bye bye." So, so it was, uh, it was nice to see his, uh, what he was um, going on about, or whatever he's. I don't even know what he's going on about. How he wanted <laughs> to be a wrestler, and then he got arrested. Yada yada yada. Yeah. Um, and then we had Yokozuna, who was inducted by Rikishi. Um, well, Rikishi accepted on his behalf because obviously Yokozuna sadly passed away. Yeah. Um, the Usos, you know, were talking about him, and I love the fact that they said, you know, like oh, Uncle Rodney's going to be in the WWE. That's brilliant. Because like, wait, he's not Japanese, <laughs> yeah. and I, I never even thought no. of that, you know, until they brought that up. It was just like, oh yeah, he's Samoan. <laughs> it's just like that's freaky. But um, uh, were you happy to see Yokozuna go into the yeah, Hall of Fame then? Uh, yeah, it's well deserved, really. Um, it was good to hear the stories, and obviously the Samoan wrestling family is very big, and um, it, it was just a. I got a little bit of emotion watching it because I was like proper drawn in to some of the stories they had about it. So it was, yeah, it was really. It, it was nice, and I think it is well deserved, if not if not over uh, long overdue. Yeah. Yeah. I think the one that kind of took me by surprise because it was so sudden was the one for Edge because obviously he retired the year prior. Um, Obviously the only one who being kind of inducted so quickly, in my opinion, would have been um, whenever Eddie Guerrero passed on. You know, they ended, you know, done him the next year. But great to hear some of the stories and stuff. Obviously Christian is long time brother. I mean friend, (laughs) sorry. um, Inducted. (laughs) <laughs> inducted him and uh, was just um, for me this was just brilliant to sit down and yeah, see so. him go through things and b- put things on the titantron that made a joke of things <laughs> yeah. which was just typical edge you know but um, was there anything that stood out here for yourself Martin with um, edge? Just, just just like you said the stories are amazing um, obviously edge is a funny character as well so there's a lot of humour in obviously there was that mobile video of him pretending to wrestle at the bottom of a stairwell and um, the stories about Rhino as well were hilarious yeah. so yeah it was um, it was good and I'm, I'm glad this I, like I said before I only watched the cut version before I got the Blu-ray and that was cut to about a five minute speech and this one was like <laughs> 20 minutes probably going over that yeah um, so yeah it was uh, yeah it was good it was good and after realise and I agree with it should be inducted a little bit later but at the same time I feel like he deserves it because of the accomplishments in such a time that he's been with the company Okay. Um, well obviously that was the 2012 Hall of Fame Um, 
obviously next year will be the 2013 Hall of Fame. Um, hopefully I will be attending that. Um, Martin, you have three superstars who have not in the Hall of Fame that can either, well, preferably be somebody in the past that has done something big in the wrestling industry. Um, what three do you pick? Um, well, I'd like to see Arn Anderson as a on his own. Um because it was, it was great that he got inducted with the Four Horsemen, but as a as a guy, he's a, he's a company guy, and he's he's always been loyal. He's he's always worked yeah. his ass off, basically. So it would be good to see him have his solo Hall of Fame. Um, I'd like to see, I don't know, some of the uh, the Attitude Era guys like uh, I won't say The Rock because it's too soon. It's, um, I wouldn't say Taker because I want to see him wrestle still. <laughs> Um, um, Shane McMahon uh, I know it's a, it's a bit of a, a random one I'm pulling out there but um, I don't think he'll be performing anytime soon but he brought so much to um, the company I, I, I know that they'll probably do it later in the years but I think he deserves it I think Vince McMahon deserves it as well but we'll see that whenever um, yeah. oh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of actual wrestlers now instead of um, great Carly. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, I said you want to see inducted, not you know for a laugh. Um, but um, I, I, what about you? Can you? Is there any you got in in mind? Well, I would like to see Trish Stratus inducted. Oh, yeah. Um, I th- I think um she deserves it for the amount of effort you know that she's put in um to the wrestling um industry. You know, somebody who started off very very green, very very rough. And you know, plied her trade. You know, became a seven-time women's champion. Yeah. Um, another one I would have would be if he left TNA would be Kurt Angle. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, I just think that you know, obviously Kurt Angle versus Bret Hart would have been an amazing match to see, which unfortunately we'll never no. never see. Um, and lastly, the one that I've always I always had three. Um, that I picked, and that's why I asked you three, and two of them have gone in. And it was Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, yeah. Ricky Steamboat, and the third one I want to go in is Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, I just think, you know, just the way he moved in the ring, you know, like his promos, you know, the snake pit, um, things like that. Obviously, he has his demons and stuff, and, you know, you could see that from, like, Beyond the Man yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, but he's he's just one that I would love to see inducted in the Hall of Fame um, but yeah you definitely need more m- women in there you've got Moolah uh, Mae Young uh, Sonny yeah. Sherry and you know like you need to add a bit of modern day class to it um, which would be Trish um, so yeah, yeah that, that, I think that pretty much does it Martin is there anything else you would like to go over or ask or um, regarding Wrestlemania uh, no I I think it it's great to uh, watching it again I, I'm usually not a big fan of watching something more than twice but I definitely after watching this a second time I'll definitely probably go back to it at a later date in the year and watch it again just because like I said them three matches alone as well um, mm. that we mentioned and the Hall of Fame I, I love watching Hall of Fame ceremonies that's that's one of the reasons I always buy there yeah. I mean it is yeah. for the Hall of Fame um, um, yeah I, I'd watch it again really I'd can't go wrong with it. Probably skip that mm-hmm. uh, Team Johnny versus Team Teddy again, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't blame <laughs> you. Um, that'll, that'll probably do it for us um, then. Um, yeah, one of the things that um, Martin and I have talked about off air is that we're looking to do like a uh, kind of a review show of a certain pay per view where Martin, uh, Mr. Big Red, nineteen ninety, Chris Hill, and myself all sit down, we've watched the DVD, we'll go over it, what we liked about it, what we would have done differently, you know, like if there would have been a certain match we would have done differently. Um, so the first one will be SummerSlam two thousand and two, which should be coming your way soon. Just need to try and sort out um, what what time to record and things like that uh, obviously Martin um, with Silver Vision we're getting um, a lot of new releases and yes. stuff um, there'll be certain um, item winging your way very soon um, what is it that you will be reviewing then it friend? is um, the WCW Class of the Champions is it like the, is it the history of the history of the Class of the Champions yeah it's basically um, the best of uh, 
yeah, over the course of 35 events from 88 to 97, um, it's hosted by the American Dream, the Thrones, <laughs> um, delivers more than two dozen of the greatest matches over seven hours of action across two Blu-ray discs. And now some Blu-ray f- special features there, which I'll let Martin go over. Um, yeah, Martin's not um, really watched a lot of WCW. Nope. I've seen this before. Uh, kind of just going to send it on to Martin, um, uh, let him watch it, see what he thinks of it. Um, and, um, let them review it and uh, do that. Uh, this may be the way going forward, just depending on what we get from Silver Vision. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, they were gracious enough to send us uh, WrestleMania 28 on Blu ray this year and another item which will be available as a competition in the SummerSlam Ooh. episode. Uh, so make sure you stay tuned <laughs> for that. So, Martin, once again, thanks it, very much for it coming is my on. my pleasure. Um, of course, wouldn't uh, let you go without promoting yourself. Thank you very much for the awesome um, plug that you've done uh, on your latest video it's not, um, regarding the show. Uh, greatly appreciated. So, sir, the floor is yours. Take as much time as you need um, and just make sure you get everything out of the yeah. room. Um, well, if you guys have not watched my YouTube videos, I mention it a hell of a lot. And that is my Twitter, <laughs> which is at Martin Steins um, with two S's on the end. Um, I probably go on about the story why there's two S's on the end, so I'll I'll leave that guys for you to uh, ponder on. Um, I'll put it in the description <laughs> there for you. <laughs> um, obviously, you can find me on YouTube, uh, uh, Martin Talks, spelled as it says, um, and um, obviously in the raw review that we did uh, a, a week over a week ago, um, I did mention that I do have a tout, and I'd like to openly say that. Um, I have three touts on there now. Um, I'm getting into the swing of things, so if you guys have got tout, please, please follow me on there for, for absolute greatness because tout <laughs> is just the thing. The thing. And that yeah. is, that is um, everything I'm on. Well, one of the touts that I did, I'm not sure if you've seen it, was my nephew using my sister's iPhone to take a picture of my mother. Yes. And then uh, I said, can I see it? And then he takes a photo of me instead. <laughs> um, but yes, if you are on tight, um, there are rules and regulations. If you're following Martin, please wear a yes. shirt and don't be tidying whenever you're in bed. I said tidying, nothing else. <laughs> um, yeah, unfortunately, Martin doesn't seem to understand. No, um, well, I, I was browsing on the, you know, the Today section. I was browsing that the other day because I'd like half an hour to kill. And... Uh, <sighs> I was being nosy watching people's touts and some of these oh I know it's the internet at the end of the day but some of these guys are <laughs> crazy so mm-hmm. for less crazy things follow me on tout <laughs> okay um, yeah so that's going to do it for us um, this is another episode of Wrestling Shock Reviews um, brought to you in conjunction with silvervision.co.uk if you are wanting to order Wrestlemania 28 by the way because I forgot uh-huh. to say this um, the Blu-ray 2 disc is twenty two ninety nine. Um the code is WWEBD1358 or if you're just wanting the D- uh, DVD at seventeen ninety nine, WWE one three five eight. Um, yeah, so Silver Vision, as always, order it. You near enough get it the next day. It, they're one of the best places. Uh, I'm not just saying this because it's the same <laughs> stuff, um, but I've ordered stuff from there, and you know, like you get it quickly. It's always well packaged. I've never ever had touch wood. Never ever had any issues with Silver Vision whatsoever. And I know Martin probably no. hasn't because he orders a crap load <laughs> from. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it. So uh, thanks very much once again, Martin, and say goodbye. Uh, I'll see you late. I'll see you guys later. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so once he fixes his teeth later <laughs> yeah. on. Uh, yeah, so thanks again for listening, folks, and uh, talk to you all soon. Two faces of their generations, two icons in their prime. Global superstars. One career altering match. Now, experience their incredible journey in Rock vs. Cena Once in a Lifetime on Blu ray and DVD. This three disc set chronicles the Great One's exciting, long awaited return to WWE. Finally! 
John Cena's rise from underdog to one of the most dominant and resilient superstars in WWE. The year-long build to the biggest match in WrestleMania history. I know in my lifetime, I will never be able to face a bigger star than Dwayne Johnson. And its huge impact worldwide. When The Rock says boots to asses, the only thing that's going to be trending is... Plus, get tons of DVD extras and Blu-ray exclusives, including never-before-seen footage and film of their epic confrontation. Candid. Controversial. Every time The Rock runs his mouth about me, it's the same regurgitated stuff. I have an issue with him, and this is going to be great. This is Once in a Lifetime. Rock versus Cena. Once in a Lifetime. Available now on Blu-ray and DVD.